0: Gresham College presents Picking Long-Term Discount Rates by John Spain. Um, I'm a pensions actuary, I have sinned grievously, and one of the things about working in Defined Benefit Pensions is the long-term nature, 60-70 years ahead. I'm not going to be looking 60-70 years this afternoon, and my question is really, how do you pick a proper discount rate? I don't really know. So, I've tried to... Um, how does this thing work? That probably helped. Here's an agenda. I'm not going to go through everything on this slide, and you will get the slides uh, a little bit... You will get the little slides a little bit later on uh, from Michael. Um, I'm talking about pricing simple financial contracts, very simple contracts using Monte Carlo, Uh, I'll draw a couple of tentative conclusions. Critical points: there are two actuarial's law, which is the actuaries, and nobody else, not even the actuaries, knows what's going to happen in the future. You cannot invest assets short and long at the same time, and if you think you can, somebody's going to be able to sell you something at a great profit at your expense. The answers should never just be scalars when you're talking about very long periods and huge uncertainties this is a thing about uh, some actuaries way back 15 years ago said it doesn't matter what happens in future what really matters is the discount rate this is wrong higher returns must reduce costs everything else being the same so let me turn to a single financial contract supposing we start a business selling either endowments maturing in 10, 15 years time or annuities with 1000 pounds payable for 15 years, either index-linked relative to RPI, or not at all, just in nominal terms, and look at different kinds of asset portfolios, equities, long um, conventional gilts, long index-linked gilts, or the mixtures between them, what would happen? The thing is, that in pricing something, you need to know how much the cash flows themselves are going to cost before you start adding on things like expenses, profit margin, contingencies. I've used 10,000 random variables, or random scenarios of variables, fifth until the end of 2014, and I've used six asset portfolios, And I've taken an off-market approach compared to a market approach. The off-market approach says my future return is going to be based upon my initial yield available on that instrument. I've got uh, 1.25 times the long conventional initial yield. That's going to be my return over a long period. I've got three times the initial yield on equities, and I've got something more complicated on index link yields, because that not only looks more sensible, but actually works better than a straight multiple of the yield on its own. Now, here is a chart of what happens. Let us look, and I hope I can still be heard through the loudspeaker, at two ways of looking at the same contract. They're both endowments, they're going to be both non-inflationary, so they're nominal terms. One is market-related, the MR, and the other is off-market. And I'm not going to make any adjustments to see what happens in future, and I'm going to look at equities, 50%, and uh, fixed interest, conventional bonds, 50%. And if I look here, if I look at the blue line, it tells me I'll have 11,800, which is not what I wanted at the end. I wanted 10,000. This doesn't work. But unfortunately, if I go for the market one, that gives me far too much It's over 20,000. 20,500, I do not want that. So supposing I look for, well, what would it look like if we adjusted... The discount rate to give the right value, and now you will see that it is possible to find the discount rate. It's not on there yet, we will show that in a moment. It is possible to find the discount rate which will lead to the right number, 10,000 at the end. Now, being simple, simplicity is very, very hard. Dolly Parton expressed it perfectly. The fund ran away. With itself and we didn't want it to do that. So if the fund is too high at the end, that assumes that means that the initial capital value is too high because discount rate was too low. So how could we find out how to determine the discount rate? So here what we've got is a different sort of this is just about yields, and we'll go back to endowment, we'll go to the same investment. If I'd gone for standard yields, the market rate would have been, come on, the market rate would have been, um, you can see it for yourself, uh, at 6.87. Off market would have given me a better return of 10.16. If I look down here, what is the adjusted yield? What is the yield I need to make at 10,000 at the end? And that for both of them, obviously, for the same cash flows, 10,000 at the end, same investment returns all the way through, is 10.8. Now, but the interesting thing is the yield adjustments. To get from there to there on a market base is as much as nearly 4%. Off market was much closer to the mark at 0.6%. That's a big difference. Now the question is, how significant are those differences, statistically? Using a t-test, we'll go to this, anything more than 1.96 suggests a 5% margin either way. If it's more than 1.96, it's big. And in fact, if you look at this significance level, um, 68, 67.57, that is statistically significant, and most of them are. What that means, essentially, is that it's almost impossible to know how to determine the discount rate so it's going to work in advance, whether you go through a market by taking the gilt rates, whether they're conventional or index linked, or whether you go through something else. That has even deeper implications because I reckon... There's a very much a personal estimate that something like 20 billion of private sector money has been wasted over the last six years, last complete fiscal years. Because actuaries dictated to by essentially EU legislation, the 2003 pensions directive is telling them to use ultra low conservative rates enforced by the pensions regulator. And that is telling people you have to put more and more and more money in, which is a real waste. And very sad because people have lost their final salary pensions or their career average pensions for specious financial reasons which don't stack up. For prudence, one always needs the benchmark against which you are testing. Just looking at market rates, which is what many actuaries have been told to do over the years, doesn't work. Discount rates are too simple, they're too readily available to anyone because anyone has access to any spreadsheet you want, and they're dangerous not only in the wrong hands, but probably also in the right hands. Because if you don't get the assumptions right, what you actually try to model, it ain't gonna work. So I think for long-term projects, it's probably now time to junk them. They are dead. They don't work. Because there are too many people who are misusing them, abusing them. Thank you very much. For more information, please go to the Gresham College website www.gresham.ac.uk